money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Woohoo! I know you act so surprised. You gotta get no, over it. No, I was I was just continuing <laughs> the celebration that we had from well, last, from last week. week. Everyone has a July first party. Uh, you know, headaches or hangovers. I hope not. I hope not. I hope they're but I, but hard I, at work today. Well, happy and rejuvenated after a four day week. It's always a good week. Uh, If you heard the show last week, you would have heard us talking a lot about celebration and just how good that is. Um, So we like celebration. Today is a very special day in my heart Mm -hmm. for celebrating. It's our anniversary. Rebecca, how many years have we been married? 27. Your girl always knows that, right? So for, for you guys, practice that one because you know it's going to happen. No, we should practice it on you. I should ask you to see if 27. Because <laughs> I already gave you the answer. You can't tell that I'm not <laughs> smart, right? So if they don't find you handsome, at least they'll find you handy, as yeah. it's often said. Yes, so. yeah. That, well, anyway, Happy moving anniversary, on. honey. Thank you. Happy anniversary to you. Mm-hmm. It's been great being married to you, so that's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yeah. So I think they'd know. I think they'd know if I wasn't happy. They'd hear the angst in my voice on Friday mornings. Yeah, but we had we we had a show where we got all the you know that marriage counseling, counseling yes, with, with, with Dr. Grant, Grant Mullen. Mullen. So and we're you, set. Yeah, and if um, you want to go listen to that one, you can go back into the archive shows. On- every, every chance, you know, when we feel we need the marriage counseling, we just invite Dr. <laughs> Grant on that. <laughs> Anyway, you can go, speaking of that, you can go find our archive shows on morethanenough.ca and iTunes and chri.ca, I think. Yes, chri.ca. And And Google Google Play Play and and TuneIn and and all these places. Uh, If you are on any any of those places, they all have ratings. We'd love you to leave just a five-star rating or a little comment. (laughs) Five stars. Well, maybe they don't think we're that great. No, you have to leave a five-star rating. So Okay. So today show is brought to you as as you've we, we were talking about this last week and, and again just how we we don't have we cannot do this financial journey alone. And we can't do this radio show and this podcast without help. And so today we've got some friends who partner with us and uh, they want to stay anonymous, which is great. We, if you want to stay anonymous, that's perfect. We've all, we love to promote and, and uh, share who it is. But today it's just some, some friends are more than enough that have said, we want to come alongside. We want to partner with you. We love what you're doing and uh, we'd like to sponsor a show. So. There That's it is. what it is. And so we like to acknowledge that. Yeah, and we're thankful for that. So so um so we come off celebrating and uh and and I like to stay in celebrating. Speaking of that, last week we were talking about how we need to celebrate more because our focus can be on the negative so much and what what isn't. Um but today we we are gonna talk today and next week about um commitment. And mm-hmm. what it takes to be committed to getting out of debt and staying out of debt. And um, 
we talk about our anniversary actually because mm-hmm. we couldn't do 27 years uh, together without being committed. Celebrating. Well, oh. that too, <laughs> that too, but being committed of course. to one another. So um, I've chosen some verses that actually I we've read here before, and it's about the first church when they were getting established. And a phrase in one of the verses jumped out at me, and that's why I've chosen them today. It's Acts 2, verses 40 to 47. And with many other words, he testified and exhorted them, saying, Be saved from this perverse generation. Then those who gladly received his word, this is Peter speaking um, after they had received um, the Holy Spirit, and he's speaking to all the people. And many came and were baptized. That day, 3,000 souls were added to them. Like that's 3,000 in one day. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship in the breaking of bread and in prayers. Then fear came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Now all who believed were together and all they all had things in common. They sold their possessions and goods and divided them among themselves as anyone had need. So continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God and having favor with all people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. I love this picture, but the words in in the context context of commitment today were um, from verse 41. 42, excuse me. They continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. One um, translation says that they continually devoted themselves to what the, the apostles were teaching and to the fellowship of breaking bread and prayers. Mm. And they they made a commitment in that day. You know, they accepted Christ. They received his salvation and redemption and his resurrection. And they committed to hearing what the leaders were saying. They committed to meeting together daily and praying for one another and and praising God. And they committed daily to break bread. And just that one verse says they lived in simplicity of heart. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought, man, to be committed to your financial journey, I think takes understanding and commitment to know what God the Father is saying about our money and possessions and continuing steadfastly devoting yourself to knowing that and obeying that. And that, that's a, that's, I thought, oh man, this is a little more serious than last week. You know, we come off celebrating, we're talking about Nehemiah last week and, and yet they read the word Mm -hmm. and the word told them how to celebrate. The word told them what to do with their sin and their shortcomings. And that's where we go to the word to find out how do we, How do we get out of debt and how do we stay out of debt? And what does God mean for us to be his stewards? And it's all in the word of God. And and these folks at the beginning of the church were saying, we're going to devote ourselves to what God says to us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, And, you know, again, when we live in a culture and in an environment, um, what, what was happening in the early church was, was new it was foreign i mean it was nothing really like 
what had just happened in in a sense two weeks before how they were living their lives within the Jewish tradition and the sacrifice and 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 all of these things that most of the people that that were there in the beginning of Acts were Jews they were they were con- converts to Judaism they would come from all over the world and they were actually in Jerusalem to celebrate the Passover and the feasts and and all of the things that were going on at that time and then here there is this this new thing happening where they're saying we are going to dedicate ourselves to the word to the breaking of bread and to making sure that our community is cared for um that that's that's a bit of a foreign deal and so you know again you got the religious leaders on the outside looking at it and saying well what's going on this is new uh, another place in acts there there's a, a comment that just says that and they met every day in solomon's portico which is solomon's porch and and, and the people were filled with joy and yet there were some we're not quite sure we want to join them with right. feeling in that and so you know all of this is is in a sense a brand new paradigm within the jewish culture at the but, time but i mean if we relate it to our finances i mean it's not a brand new thing that god has said but it us. is a foreign thing well and and then i'm to thinking, live in this culture debt free okay so right and i'm thinking I'm thinking of, of we see people living debt-free or maybe people saw the early church and thought, I want that. But when it comes down to getting making the commitment to what it takes to get there and how to live, we don't want to commit to it or we don't want to make those changes in our lives to actually reap the benefit of living a debt-free life. And, and, but, and part of it is just... Uh, Sometimes we we don't even know there's another option. True, right? So True. if if we take this 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 scene in Acts three weeks ago, Jesus had been with them for three years, and he had been trying to teach them this stuff and saying there is another option. There is the kingdom of heaven. This is what it looks like. That's Jesus' message, and they in Acts begin to actually do that and live that out in in an intentional way. And it is intentional. It, 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 yeah, it's, I, and we've talked about this before. And to be committed to debt-free life and staying debt-free is mm-hmm. is commitment. I mean, it reminds I, I mean, me of, intention. of it's intentional. It's intentional. It reminds me of, of Ray Borg, who we often have on the show mm-hmm. from Financial Discipleship Canada, and they wrote a book on on Mammon, as as we know. And and one of the quotes in that book, and I'll just read it, is, is uh, well, I don't, I don't think what I what I've given you isn't the quote, but it's the idea. Well, it's the idea, right? Yeah. It is is that if we're not intentional about getting out of debt and literally walk the other way then we'll default to debt and to mammon because it's the natural setting and the message that we have every day. I mean, that that is the default message in when it comes to money in our current culture, is, is you cannot get ahead in this life unless you somehow are, are, are using debt to do so, or you can't live without a credit card, okay. or you can't, like, so to reiterate that, so if we don't do anything, if we're not intentional and make a decision in our culture to get out of debt, we will just keep 
going into it because that's that's, that's just the, the default. It's okay. just, that's that's just quite the a, way that money in our current culture right now works. Is it's all about debt, right from the top, from the government. You know, even the the form of money that we have. If you want to get you know all hoity toity in terms of of global economics, we we live in a fiat monetary system, which is a debt based monetary system. The money that we have, the the dollar bills that we have, they're not actually worth anything. They're just a symbol of something else. And so, anyways, if you want to get into to fiat <laughs> monetary system, we won't do that th this morning. Great. But we live right from that all the way so, down. And the atmosphere, again, that we live in is debt accumulation. I mean, mm -hmm. and, our, and our institutions that provide money to us mm -hmm. are, are always saying... Uh, I mean, we talk about this all the time with people. Yeah, I just got a phone call. They want to up my credit line to 20000 mm -hmm. I mean, you don't have to do that, but you have to intentionally say, no, thank you. And, mm -hmm. they'll, and they'll, they'll say it like this too. You know, just in case you have an emergency, you might want to up your credit line. Mm -hmm. Well, and we would say, well, in case you have an emergency, maybe you should put some money in that an emergency, emergency fund. fund. And we teach you how to do that. But... um. So another way to say it is you need to choose every day and be vigilant about that choice and mm -hmm. you have to be committed and you have to say, I, you know, I want to, I guess it's no different than saying I want to lose weight or I want to, uh, you know, eat healthier food. You've got to make a commitment to it, but then you've got to make sure you put practical things in place to actually help you keep the commitment. Mm -hmm. But that's harder to do because you have to be really honest with yourself. Well, and 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 again, I I think if if we use the food uh, the food example uh, because it's it's very similar. If I'm hungry, I can go to any number of places and find some food really fast and and convenient, and it's right there, and it's super easy, and it's probably not very good for me. Right. right, and we've actually seen the food industry begin to shift that. Where now there's actually some, so I'm going to say, quick, quicker restaurant places where if you were hungry and wanted to go just get something to eat, you could actually get something healthy. Right, that that's healthy. Right, and and so the the food industry is shifting where that way, but when it comes to money, if I want to buy something and I don't have the money for it well there's absolutely no trouble finding some credit somewhere to do right. that right right you know if it's a smaller item i use my credit card if it's a bigger item then you know there's uh, there's there's on-site financing um you know the reality of it's pretty simple and convenient to get money if i want to buy stuff that i that i don't have the money for myself so you know, going back to the scripture verse, I'm just thinking, and I'm thinking, well, how do you how do you help yourself stay committed? I mean, we know, uh, and for health and eating and all that, having having a coach or having people you run with or uh, having a community, having a community, and that's what I was just going. They had a community. They met together daily. They prayed. They encouraged one another. And, and we cannot do it alone. No, you can't do we it. We can't alone. do it alone. No, and, and there's so so many reasons why. I mean, when we talk about money, 
I mean, just the shame issue all by itself, the, the amount of shame that surrounds money. And if you're in a healthy community around money, then, you know, people are going to call you out, hopefully, your friends and, and, and the accountable people are going to call you out of that shame and say, listen, we have all messed up. We have all bought stuff we didn't. We've all found ourselves in a financial position that we didn't intend to be. Okay. But I But I think that people have experienced shame like in all kinds of areas in our lives, because we've talked about this before and we talk about shame often enough. Uh, if, if anyone knows us, we'll talk about this subject, but you know, we create the shame for people. So you go to someone that you want to open up to and you share that you're so many dollars in debt and you've been hiding it. And people are like, what, what have you done that for? Haven't you, aren't you following God? Do you know you're not being a good steward? I mean, that's the reaction. And that's the reaction we're afraid we're going to get in the church. Mm -hmm. And so we don't say it. So there's all those people out there who are sitting in their coffee on their coffee tables day or driving in their car. And they're thinking, there is no way I'm going to be in community with people because the last time I tried this in another area, they, you know, I tried to go to the gym or whatever, and people just call me fat or like, I don't know if that actually <laughs> happens anymore, but, you know, we're gun shy mm-hmm. or we create the shame in our minds and mm-hmm. think people will never be understand me. Mm-hmm. And I think that one of the things we're starting to see with our coaching and with the workshops that we do specifically for our coaching clients, mm-hmm. we, it's called Unleashed. We're discovering that when we create a shame-free environment and, and people start sharing their stories, they think, wow, it's not just me. And we know this. And we know this. The statistics are overwhelming. Right. So, so we have to be committed to getting out of debt, committed mm-hmm. to being in community. Um, and recognizing, and, and- there, I mean, there are, again, if we look at some of the lies that, that cause shame, I mean, in, in, in the, the, the Christian um, environment that we're in, I mean, one of them is, is and, I, and I run into this quite a bit more than I actually thought I, sh- I should, but the idea that when we're in debt, it's somehow connected to, to sin, that, that this is a sin and, and the shame around debt and sin. And, and you know, I, you've probably heard me say this a thousand times, Rebecca, but the reality is, is debt is not a sin. It's a burden. And, and this is one of the burdens that God says, I, I just want to take it off you. I want you to be released from the burden of debt, um, financial debt, so that you can use the resources that I've given you freely so and, that you can be free in the use of, of money and resources for the purposes that God has it. And I think we have, okay. And I hear, I hear you when you say that, and I agree. And you and I have had this discussion many times, but what causes the debt, what leads us to debt is often the sin issue. So the idolatry or the coveting or the comparing, I'm not, but what we frame that as it's devastating, we're shameful, we're embarrassed. Instead of saying, like Nehemiah and the Israelites did, we talked about last week, we read the word and we think, wow, we know what God's saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm messing up. I, wow, I never knew I was comparing myself so often to my neighbor and that's why I bought the boat. Mm-hmm. I, wow, like, 
We don't look at it that way. We don't even look at it. We don't even, we're not addressing it and realizing that the conviction of, of what's behind our spending sometimes. And sometimes people don't get in debt for any reason like this. Sometimes life happens. You lose a job. It's nobody's fault. Like I get, I get all of that. But sometimes there are sin issues behind that burden. But when you fate, when you're, you get, when God shows you, it's all to bring freedom. Sure. It it is joy. It is for joy's sake. It is, you know. But and I'm going to interject here. I mean, because the 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 shame around the sin, the shame around all of this. It's like concrete shoes. It is. It stops us from moving. And so in a lot of ways, it's like, let's just shed the shame. Let's just get out of those shoes and let's start moving in the right direction. And you know what? And we'll deal, if there, if there is a coveting issue or, or an issue wrapped around, God says, I'm going to fix that on the journey around the way. He does not, he washed us clean. We are clean before him because of what Christ did on the cross. So now he's like, can you please step into that? Can we can we please start to move into And I will show you. And and sometimes our friends who will come and love and speak those things and say this is what I see in your life will do it because they're cheerleading, not because they want to drag you down further. I mean this issue is so multifaceted because I I've I came from a life when I was young where I just felt when people criticized me, I wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. And we have a message in our head that says, how can I commit to getting out of finances? Or we don't even look at it because it's too overwhelming because we just feel in general that we're not good enough and we're ashamed about it. We're just not talking about it. We put up false veneers. We try and be perfect on the outside when God knows what's going on in the inside. Mm-hmm. So finding a safe community where you feel like you can just say I am not doing it and and you get uh it's okay and you'll be okay but we point you to the father we point you to the heart of the father we point you to his word because it's possible so the commitment though really we started the discussion today talking about commitment the commitment isn't to get out of debt the commitment is to get into relationship with the father right the commitment is is that debt is going to try and pull us away. The the lie will say that you'll never get out of debt or, oh, here I go and I did it again and I spent money I didn't have and, and the shame associated with that. But the commitment really is to keep your eyes focused on God and on his word and to allow those things to lead you in those next decisions that you make. And the truth that, that Christ has set us free. And the and truth. That in the world you will have trouble, but be of good cheer. He has overcome the world. He, If you walk in relationship with him and spend time and you quiet yourself before him, he will show you. He and, and reading his word, like there are principles that sometimes we just don't, we just don't want to obey because it goes against our flesh. And that's where being in community, where you call your husband or your best friend or your pastor and say, I just really want this thing because it's flashy and beautiful and nice and I think I deserve it. And they'll be able to say, I know, I know it's so tempting, but what is your bigger goal? What's the bigger purpose that you told me you'd be committed to? But it also, uh, I mean, it also goes to, and the question, you know, if you were to come to me, Rebecca, and, and say that, 
here's what my response would be is, do you love that thing more than you love God? And that's, I know, but that's, that's a hard question. question. But then in the moment, and, and then I could get mad at you for saying, well, why yes. are you comparing it to God? This has nothing to do with God. Yes, it does. It all and has to do with it. I, yeah. Because we've made a commitment to, to get on the right path. Right? Uh, sure. Or, but, but the, the reality is, is this, let, let's just I don't say, like hearing that. <laughs> I don't think I like hearing that this morning, that if I want, you know, something that I don't have money for, and I know pretty much that I probably shouldn't get it because then, then you're telling me that this is about my heart and God. Mm-hmm. And that's really hard to hear. That's, I, honestly, that's hard to hear. And then to bring that thing back and go, and I'm going to go back to the story of Abraham and Isaac, because essentially this is the test that in the financial realm that we go through almost every day, God is asking us, do you love this thing more than me? And do you love me enough to bring this thing and put it on the altar and, and mm-hmm. in a sense, sacrifice it to me? Because I really, really love you. And as is with, we see Abraham and Isaac, he didn't kill his son. That wasn't the intent that God had it, had in mind. You know, the test was, is, do you love me more than you love the promise that I've given you in this son? And I want to make sure. And Abraham said, no, God, I love his response because he's like, God will provide the sacrifice god will provide the sacrifice knowing that the sacrifice was the guy he was talking to and yet he still had faith to go you know what i don't know how this is going to play out but i know that i love god more than anything else so we can say we can say no to what we know is not good for us because we can trust the father's heart for us to give us what's best absolutely because that's what abraham turns around and he surprises us with the 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 the, the ram bear. in the bushes, right? Right. right. And yes. you're like, okay, that was my need. The need was for a sacrifice. The test was, do you love me more? But the need was for a sacrifice. I know. And sometimes we also get that idea that, well, if we sacrifice this, then God's just going to pile it back on a hundredfold because there are verses that say that. But sometimes God just says, you got to die to your flesh. I think I'm more in that season right now. <laughs> but I'm sometimes like, he does. Yes, say. and he does do it in all kinds of wonderful ways. And I, we I have bet. experienced but that. I, yeah, and we have experienced. We've experienced both. Uh, yeah, I'm like I'm utterly convicted sitting here this morning with that. Like, do you love me more? That's a hard. That's a hard one. And on that bomb. Oh yeah, I know. But that's where the commitment is. Am I really committed to the journey that he's called me to? And that includes debt-free living mm-hmm. or working towards that, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah, I'm getting all these revelations sitting here. It hasn't. It's happened before. But when you say it like that, I'm just like, no, I don't want to hear it. That's just my honest self this morning. So if any of you are out there having a hard time with that, you know, we got to... If you're out there screaming at the radio <laughs> right now saying, Dave, shut up, you know. Then I, it is true. It is, it's, it's commitment to the heart of the father. And what we say is that we're followers of Christ and we'll do it his way. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that means death. So father, um, I come before you and I lay 
I do confess my own desire sometimes that I want my way more than I want yours. And it, it undermines my commitment to you. And I just pray for any, for me and for anyone else out there who struggles with this, that you would, would come and just show us your heart for us, that your heart is good and you're loving and kind and you know what's best. We just commit this to you and these radio shows to you where, where we are discovering as we share and speak our hearts, what your way is in Jesus name. Amen. So a little bit of homework to wrap up. Just keep it simple. Find a friend that you can share. I'm going to make one financial change this week. I'm going to change one thing in my financial life. I'm going to put an extra $20 towards my debt, whatever it is. But I'm going to do that consistently week over week over week. This is my commitment is an extra 20 bucks to, you know, to paying off my debt. Whatever it is, find somebody that you can share that with and then give them the, the, the authority, if you will, to check up with you once a week and say, hey, did you make your $20? And don't get mad at them when they do, but <laughs> just did you make that $20 deposit? So there's the homework. Keep it simple. Pick something that's simple. Share it with a friend um, and share on our Facebook page. We've got our, our Wednesday wins on Facebook. Get on there and, and share the wins that you have. Um, and I think that's a show, Rip. Yeah, we'll talk next week more about money. And I hope that you'll join us. <laughs> Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.